0: In all the situations of excitement where the energy makes a blast, there's nothing better than being on Stu's Wrestling Podcast.
1: You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time your host, Stu Palmer! We are back to the UK, to Birmingham, no less, for episode 116 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And my guest today is a returning guest. He's here for his second appearance on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And it's none other than commentator, ring announcer and podcaster, Simon Hill. Simon has been very busy at shows. He has commentated at Odyssey Pro. He's been at the LWF as ring announcer he's also done some commentary more recently at kamikaze pro as well so there's lots to talk about with Sai. we also talk about the return of his wrestling interview podcast show keep it locked it is back he is back with the bang. he's got a new logo as you'll see in the graphic on youtube he is back he's got some great announcements there free guests that he's got coming on and yeah it's great to have him back on the podcast scene he has charted all over the world with the show so yeah fantastic news so without further ado my guest for episode 116 of stew's wrestling podcast is none other than commentator ring announcer and podcaster simon hill returning for a second time enjoy My guest returning, it is his second appearance on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. I had him all the way back for episode 43 and it was July of 2020. We were in the midst of COVID at that time. It is commentator, ring announcer, the host of Keep It Lock. It's Mr. Simon Hill all the way from Birmingham in the UK. For, you know, the guests and the listeners and the viewers, they want to know locations and stuff. So yeah, from Birmingham, it's Mr. Simon
0: Hill. How are we? Oh, thank you very much. What an introduction that was. Do you know what, Stu? You nailed that. Cheers. (laughs) Brilliant, mate. And I don't know if you noticed. Yes. uh, You know, I'm a fan. I'm thank you,
1: thank you. I'm not going to mark out for myself with my own <laughs> merchandise, but yeah, no, thank you for putting that on and your 1310 apparel yeah, jacket as well. Our yeah, friends at
0: 1310. The fantastic, 10, so.
1: yeah, the fantastic 1310 apparel, fantastic across wrestling. But yeah, wrestling. thank
0: you, uh, thank you so much for the introduction, man. Really glad to be back, and of course, yeah, the last time we spoke, midst of the pandemic, there was a lot going on in the world, and uh, I think we kept each other company through that, didn't we?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Did we, did we, and do you know what, it it feels like it was so long ago. It does. But at the time, when we were in that, it was just like the days were just, every day was the bloody same, wasn't it, back then?
0: Yeah, it really was. We are out of
1: that, let's focus on the positive, we are out of that, and you've been a very, very busy man. You've called some matches, I say some, a plethora of matches now, for Odyssey, you've also ring announced for the LWF, Lancashire Wrestling Federation, Steve Bibby's fantastic promotion, And yes, you've also TNT as well. So yeah, just what's been some of your favourites, announcing, commentating? Just attack this
0: how you wish. Oh man, where do I start? I think, you know, the, the thing with commentary is it was a learning curve for me because although I had the radio background, commentating's very different. It's on the fly, you're calling what you're seeing, but you're also having to paint a picture and build a story. So I think when I started with Odyssey Pro Wrestling, like, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Uh, And if I go back and listen to my first show commentating with those guys, I'm just, oh man, no, that's terrible to stop. (laughs) Uh, And it was the same with TNT. So my first show was Thrill Kill and the card was so good. Uh, Possibly one of the best death matches I've ever witnessed with Clint Margera and Session Goth Martina. It was an incredible match and, you know, Mark Adams and I were still kind of getting used to each other and it was literally the first time we'd met, but it all kind of gelled really easily with Mark. Um, I feel like Mark, you know, was my safety net and I was his in a a way and we called some incredible matches, Uh, you know, and you mentioned TNT, I mean, I was fortunate enough to have a very, 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 very small part in the whole uh, Eliza Alexander now, as you want to call her, um, and Alexis Falcon feud last year. You know, if I wasn't commentating, I was interviewing the girls, and they were really doing some amazing things and getting over really well across the country. And it was just such a privilege to be a small part of that, you know, helping build that story and helping establish the rivalry between... Uh, one another and obviously all that, you know, culminated right at the end of the year and Alexis Falcon picking up the title, uh, which was a very proud moment, a very good moment, um, you know, and definitely just in terms of British wrestling was such a staple and a big, you know, a big mark. So, yeah, there's been so many matches, dude. I could go into loads. Uh, Dan Maloney versus Adam Maxted versus... Uh, Dean Allmark at TNT, the last show of uh, 2021. It was one of the most bonkers matches I think I've ever witnessed. Uh, I never had the privilege of calling. It was from start to finish, who can hit harder? And it was a brawl for all, uh, you know, lack of a better term, and was just physical from start to finish. Uh, Odyssey Pro Wrestling, again, getting the opportunity to call and, you know, We crowned our first ever women's champion and uh, Odyssey Pro Wrestling champion. Again, getting to call, that was a huge moment. Uh, And, you know, I I get to work with a lot of amazing people, Stu. Um, And I remember when... So my last LWF show a couple of months ago, uh, myself and Franco Varg, you know Franco quite well, um, we had... Being on socials back and forth uh, for quite a few years, you know, we, we used to interact with stuff and he was meant to come on the podcast at one point, but I don't think time's quite, quite matched up. Well, we saw each other at a catch show and uh, we got chatting and my biggest moment, well, my, my I guess, inner uh, wrestling fan uh, kind of popped a little bit when I got to introduce and ring announce Franco Varga to the ring at LWF so that was a really cool moment as well and I remember because I'm very close friends with Mecca Wolf and Bestia mm-hmm. as you know the NWA I do Tag I do Team yes Champions. yes and you are indeed I remember because he's from Puerto Rico as well and I was I said to him you know as soon as come down to the ring I was like you watch me roll those R's because I used to get hammered for that by John um uh, Mecca sorry and um yeah, so yeah, as soon as you come out, you know, it's the big extravagant uh, Puerto Rico uh, introduction and he he just kind of looked up, winked and nodded and he's like, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So yeah, I've, Stu, I could go on forever, mate, when it comes to memories and announcing some incredible matches. Obviously, you were there at Extreme Fields. <clears throat> that was a day. <laughs> um, calling 17 matches. Uh, In one day, was very tough. And uh, I always make a little joke that Mark Adams got a little break, but I didn't. uh, Because Ethan Edwards, the owner of Odyssey Pro Wrestling, joined me on commentary for their showcase match. Mark Adams stepped aside. Um, But that was just incredible, man. Like, obviously, the challenge there was calling 17 matches, making trying to make each match sound different the way it's delivered, mm. whilst remembering all the info for the amount of talent that was in the building that day, um, as well as everything else that was going on. So it was a tough gig, but it was so good. And Mark got me through it, and I think I did mm. the same with him. And the the less glamorous side of professional wrestling, stew. So I thought, right, we're going to need some honey and lemon, um, and we're going to need some hot water. <clears throat> I didn't bring mugs because I thought, you know what? It's it's a working venue. They will have mugs. Uh, so they didn't. So we went rummaging around this venue. We found these like huge cocktail uh, jugs, uh, almost like two litre jugs. And uh, I took them up to Marcus and said, like, this is all I can find. He's like, oh God, right, fine. Uh, so we bought the kettle, we pulled and filled these two litre jugs with boiling water, we put a full lemon each, cut it up, put a full lemon each in these and just squeeze a load of honey, mixing it around. So we're sitting behind our commentary desk with these giant tankard like cocktail things, just sipping honey and lemon tea all day. Um, but those are the little things that make it, you know, it, it's not all glitz and glamour in professional wrestling. Sometimes you just have to make do and we certainly did. But in terms of the show itself, I mean, to be involved in one of the most ambitious projects in Brit Britwrest history, uh, there's not many people that get to say that, so I'm very fortunate and privileged to have uh, had that opportunity. It
1: was fantastic. It was fantastic. It didn't help matters when you know you're a patron, you've paid for a ticket, and you end up you you end up drinking two beers at a time, <laughs> Think, thinking thinking to yourself because the venue was obviously inside darkness. It could have been any time, couldn't it? Go into yeah. the go into the toilet there because it used to be the old crazy house. Used to That's be my it. used to be my go to when I was in uni. I used to go there get me rock rock night on and all. that. But anyway, yes, the windows said different, didn't they? It was free yeah. in the, it was free in the <laughs> afternoon. I'm like, hold on a minute, but yeah. Going back to, back to it, going back to it as a show, as an event, it was incredible. And yeah, props to you and Mark covering that amount of matches. I've done a bit of commentary myself. It is yeah. not, it is not easy. So many people, I can do that, I can do that. And I say, well, you know, it isn't as easy as people make no. out. So yeah, that amount of matches that you covered, that's just
0: incredible to me. Yeah, it was, it was tough, but so much fun and. Obviously, we were at work the day after as well. So we had to call another eight matches the day after on Ignition. Um, Which, you know, I will go out and say TNT Ignition doesn't get the eyes it deserves uh, because the young talent on there are going to leave this country, you know, if not tomorrow, the next day. Um, The likes of Thelwell, uh, Scott Oberman. uh, You have some of the, obviously, the younger women coming through. Lucy Sky, Aurora Tevez, uh, Tonga who's up and down the country, just killing it right now. Um, you know, you've got Cameron Solis, still quite young, 24, I believe, maybe nearly 25. He's um, fearless and, you know, doesn't care where he lands, but he'll land. <laughs> uh, I've seen that lad do some crazy things, but, you know, the the whole landscape of that is is very underappreciated, I think. So, uh, I think Ignition for me personally was always my always my favorite show. Uh, just purely because of the the young talent, the fearless young talent that were coming through. And you get to witness sometimes new talent coming through the door as well. Uh and you do have some great other guys, obviously, you know, you know, made to last as well, with uh Leon Gray and Ryan Thorne, incredible tag team. Uh great young guys coming through from Future Shock and they're getting their opportunities up and down the country as well. Recently had those at Odyssey Pro Wrestling, and they really put on a showcase. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of young talent in this country, and um, Ignition's kind of one of the places where, you know, they give that opportunity to.
1: Got Slamaganza coming up with Steve Bibby's LWF, of course. Yes. It's coming up. It's this, it's this weekend, actually, funnily enough. So, yes. Yeah. Well, how, how are you feeling leading into Slamaganza? I've got to ask you. Let's get current. Let's get a little bit
0: current. Yeah, <coughs> oh. very... Very excited, Stu. Very nervous as well. I mean, this one, I I think I put a tweet out yesterday. So this this is a very, it's it's close to heart because I got back from working in Poland last summer and my first gig was LWF Slamaganza. Uh, They called me in because Mike Angus was booked elsewhere and we had such a great time. Uh, I ring announced there and it was amazing. So obviously me returning to Slamaganza again, He's gonna be very special. Um, I'm doing something a little bit different though, and I'm very much looking forward to this. Obviously, you and I Stu were a fan of the early nineties, and uh, you know, we, we go back to the classic era of of WWF uh and things like that. Now, they've told me I'm gonna play a very much mean gene role. Uh so that the second they come off out of the ring, you know, we're gonna do a live interview in front of the audience. Brilliant. And, uh, Brilliant. That I'm so excited for. But then I'm going to be guest commentating the main event as well. So um, not just that, but you look at the talent that's on this card. I mean, wow, it's going to be explosive. Uh, A lot of feuds, uh, a lot of storylines going on. Of course, the main event, Sonedurse, are now challenging for that title, uh, you know, against Reynaldo. So that will be a very big match. Um I love seeing Harley Hudson getting opportunity because I feel like she's the next big star mm-hmm. in in wrestling. Uh I th- I've watched her multiple times. I've seen her at various shows and you know I know the sort of the, the training she goes through. And I mean, you go back my first show of the year I called no, it was the Ignition Rumble. She broke a bone in her foot <clears throat> during that now she's back, better than ever. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing her again at LWF. But yeah, it's just going to be an all-out war. Um, so this this slamaganza is going to be very special. I think it's really going to put LWF on the map, and uh, you know, as a serious contender for one of the biggest promotions or must-see promotions in the country.
1: What what a show that's going to be! I'd stay on about a month or so ago now. What a lovely, lovely guy! Incredible! He's such he's such a great he's such a great lad. Had a good time, and uh, yeah, more power to them and the guys. Obviously involved, you know, the booking side of it, which I couldn't do. You know, no, for, no. for 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 watching no. wrestling for so many years, Sigh. You know, the, the guys that book these shows as well. I know the talent. The talent needs to be on on a level as well. Yeah. But I, I couldn't I couldn't book matches myself even after watching it for so many years. You know, I just haven't yeah. got have got that in my brain, Sigh.
0: No, me and you both, mate. As much as we're both around it, you know, quite a lot. I I don't I I wouldn't know where to begin mm. to be quite honest with you. Um, you know. So props to all these uh promoters that do manage to put a really solid show together and do it in a professional way i think that's important as well is communicating with your talent communicating with the guys that you need to put on a great show and a very good feel you know feel good vibe and that's why i love odyssey so much Stu, because uh all the guys there really have created one of the if not the best locker room that i've ever been in and uh i'm very honored to be a part of that
1: (laughs) Odyssey, obviously for the viewers and listeners, just yeah, what's what's coming up with Odyssey? If you can give us a little uh, rundown, that'd be nice. Ab-
0: Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> I'll try and avoid as much as I can between myself and Lance, but I'm sure you'll ask anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: so he's, he's a good-looking chap. He is a good-looking chap. I will give him that. And he's, do- yeah, he he, lets he's it doing. He's
0: to his edge. He's, That's he's, his he's, si, he's doing. He's doing very well though, mate. No, he, no I, I said this on comms, right? I, I don't understand how a lad who has everything, you know, he has the looks, he has the in-ring ability, uh, he has the charisma, energy and agility, how he can be such a dick. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, I've been adv- advised by um, Odyssey Pro Management to to hold back on, on addressing anything with that. Mm. I'm happy to kind of talk about how it all began and things like that. But yeah, so with, um, what we've got coming up, mutiny is our next show, um, which is June the 18th. Now we had our last show on Saturday and, uh, our biggest show to date is due war on the shore. One of the most historic events in British wrestling history, as you know, from back in the day with, uh, Alpha Omega and places like that. So, in Morecambe, uh, it is really in Morecambe, that's the saying, and it, it really is. And if you haven't been to a show yet, if you want to experience a crowd like no other, Odyssey Pro Wrestling, sometimes myself and Kurt, we have to shout, <laughs> because all we can hear in our cans is just the crowd going mental. Um, so at War on the Shore... Uh, Harley Hudson faced off against Tonga. She came up short, but Tonga had to break the rules to make sure she got that win. And that was a very physical match, very good match, good showcase from Harley to come in and introduce herself to the Odyssey Pro Wrestling faithful. Uh, But I guess the biggest story of the night, Stu, was Morecambe's very own, you know, he he's the Tom Cruise of uh, Morecambe. He... You know, he's the rock of Morecambe. Anywhere that Ryan Hunter goes, uh, he's, you know, kissing babies' heads and signing T-shirts. So he was in a triple threat match uh, with RPD, of course, a fan favourite, good friend of mine. uh, I know you know him as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and, and I'll go off record, well, go on record just to say this. That lad, I mean, not just encapsulates positivity and good energy and a great person to be around but if you look at his journey and what he's managed to do so far the transition from boxing to wrestling he has done it He's made it look easy it might not be easy but he's made it look so effortless when you watch him in the ring you think he's been wrestling for 10 years um you know, in cutting a promo, just put a mic in his, his hand and let him go uh, because he's really something special. Uh, so we had Ryan Hunter, the champion, uh, against RPD and Andre Decker. Of course, that whole story had been building for six months. Andre Decker showed up on our first show back in August uh, uninvited. He managed to infiltrate the security and uh, attacked um, you know members of the roster and really got, in amongst uh, the pigeons, there of course attacking RPD, and that had gone back and forth. He attacked our general manager at another show, Ethan Edwards, forcing him to miss the Christmas show because he was, uh, you know, he got attacked and got injured. So um, that whole story was, I mean, for me, one of the most captivating stories in British wrestling last year, and it all carried on into War of the Shore, and. Ryan Hunter, uh, you know, the whole shield spot, uh, decided that he'd had enough. And for whatever reason, we don't have the answers, but has joined up with Chris Brooker, Reese and Rogan Kelly, and uh, and Andrea Decker uh, onto the spotlight, turned his back on RPD with a chair shot to the back. Obviously, the whole crowd... I mean, Stu, I've never witnessed anything like it. So the second RPD been being hit with that chair shot from Ryan Hunter, I was seeing crowd people in the crowd rip off their Ryan Hunter t-shirts. Uh, this this was how important it was to that crowd and how big of a moment it was. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, so that's the biggest moment that took place. Of course, you'll be able to watch this on our Patreon forward slash Odyssey Pro Wrestling, and later. Excuse me, on uh, a uh, powered four TV, the great guys there that support the whole British wrestling scene, and uh, yeah, it's it's a big moment. So it was a very very big event. Of course, you know my favorite tag team at the moment outside of Kings of the North, and of course I've got to say my friends Low Rebellion, um, Synergy. Uh, you know the joke last year was I see those guys more than my own mother, um, but. You know, every time I get to watch them, you just watch the growth, the evolution, the, you know, they're enjoying it as well. And you can tell that. And again, they're great guys to be around in the locker room, Um, you know, and I always make a point and make some time to go and speak to them. Uh, But yeah, so a lot coming up for Odyssey Pro Wrestling, Stu. Of course, our Patreon is just kicking off. We're going to have full shows with commentary on there, as well as in-depth interviews. Some cool content going up very soon as well. So um, yeah, I will definitely, I'm going to have to invite you up to a show, Stu, uh, because I really think you need to experience, you
1: know, Morecambe. It's been amazing, especially up in the northwest. How much has come, especially off the back of last year, when everything was starting back up? The rules changed. Uh, the, the northwest, as I've said it for for a while, it's it's, it's thriving. It's thriving. No, you know. Not just to regionalize it because it is across. It's across the board how, oh, how well it's doing. You know, it, it's been on the upsurge the last decade. The independent scene over here, we know that yeah. anyway. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. just just amazing. Si, what about just to segue out for a minute? When is Keep It Locked coming back? Now I asked you about this a couple of months ago. I <laughs> I have patiently been waiting. I've left <laughs> it for a couple of months, so I'm asking you. I've got you now. I've got you now on screen. What is happening with Keep It Locked? I will ask the juicy questions. I will. No, mate, I,
0: I, I will do rather. it. You've you've got to ask the juicy questions. Uh, Keep it locked. He's coming back within the next few weeks. Uh, so I'm also having all new branding, which the wonderful Elliot is doing. Uh, so we're getting a whole new look, whole new feel. Uh, there's some backing behind it as well. Uh, obviously, the last show was May last year with la rebellion just before they're about to challenge for those tag titles the uh nwa tag titles and now obviously they are champions uh they're bringing those over to the uk soon as well of course we all know they're going at tnt against kings of the north so that will be incredible but yeah so it is coming back um and you know what Stu? because it's you i haven't told anyone this so let me just grab my phone and uh I'll I'll give you a little insight into the first few guests, just because it's you. Uh, So first off, I'm getting uh, Amelia McKenzie, NXT UK's Mm -hmm. uh, golden girl. Um, So she'll be coming on as well. Uh, I'm going to get the return of now, or it looks like NXT's A Kid. Brilliant! Yes, I know. I know
1: you've
0: always. Felt highly of A
1: kid and then winning the Heritage Cup, of course. And yeah, yeah. I know, I know how high and how much respect you have for A kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, great guy, absolutely have all the time in the world for him. Uh, to be honest, we just nerd out about gaming 90% of the time, but uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I remember sending him a copy of Assassin's Creed uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, we we just nerd out about games we're playing and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to having him back on, of course. the... Evolution of what he's been doing the last six months has been insane. So, very proud of him and very very much looking forward to talking about that. Uh, and of course, um, former WWE star Alexander Wolf, uh, who is going to be making his uh, progress uh, bow this weekend. So, that'll be incredible. But yeah, looking forward to having a, a, a conversation with him as well so those are the first three guests thank you, thank you for are sharing that thank so. you for sharing that and
1: breaking that one there's the premiere
0: there, there, there you yeah. go there you
1: go and three. I've just knocked that out again
0: three very exciting yeah. episodes to uh, kick things off Amelia yeah. McKenzie Aikid and uh, Alexander Wolf. so fantastic fantastic,
1: fantastic. the triple threat he's back yeah, yeah. he's, I'll back. Tell you what,
0: that he's would, back that would be some triple threat wouldn't it yes
1: absolutely absolutely so yes you've heard it here first keep it locked we'll be back it will be returning Free guests coming up and yeah we look forward to the future of that as well and the return absolutely absolutely right side so back to commentary now i'm going to throw a few at you here now right go a, for it a main event I mean, i'm going to do three different ones i'll do a stipulation match as well and a tag match but yeah main event and you get to commentate and it's it's a one-on-one in your you know in your world who would you love to commentate on who would who would be who'd be up there one in on one British wrestling i you can it can be as wide as wide as you want Ooh. world title we'll put
0: a world title in there as well just to juice it up a bit oh man um i'll tell you what just just for the interest and purposes we'll i'll stay away from the big promotions
1: yeah no that's fine um, hey it's it's yours it's yours to have a play with mate
0: Oh, that is such
1: a That, question, that, that sure. was a bit, there was a bit of innuendo in that one. I could have worded that one a <laughs> bit better. That, that one, that one. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put the beep across that. You, you did, you did well. You did well not laughing there. You did well you not You saw laughing. me put
0: my hand yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, crikey. Oh. Um, I'd tell you one, one person I've really wanted to call a match and that is Kanji uh i think i, I know she's had her uh, troubles with injury and stuff like that and uh, various other issues in the past i know she's coming back and hitting hard and it's so good to see her back but that i tell you what she she she's going to get signed and she's going to get signed soon she is an unbelievable talent uh before she does that i would love to commentate a match between her and no i'm going to go into a big uh, a big promotion here ruby soho uh i think that would be an insane match um both love to get hit hard uh they also are very both agile um so i think that would be a real dream match for me um, i think i mean look i'm not going to shy away from it um because it's my friends and it's also, you know, it's two tag teams that I know very, very, very well. Um, but I think the Kings of the North and La Rebellion match will be an absolute mm. stormer for the NWA titles. Um, is going to be incredible. Uh, that is a match that's a- actually happening at TNT. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously I would have loved to have, Call that match for many, many reasons. Uh, a lot of them personal, but I think that will be an incredible match. Uh, but yeah, so okay, so the singles one, I'll go with kanji and Ruby mm-hmm. Soho. Yeah, so what's the next one? You you pick the
1: stipulation here. I, I'm not going to pick the stipulation. It's a stipulation match. Also, right, do you know what else we can get? The venue as well. You can pick any venue. Ooh, any, right. Throw a venue in, but yeah, the stipulation match of your choosing and obviously the the two in the two in that, or it could be a triple threat. I don't know. Or it could be a four-way. But yeah, yeah. I'll leave it open. Stipulation about Simon Hill's choosing. Of Simon Hill's right. choosing.
0: Madison Square Garden. Uh we will go with a hell in a cell match. And I will go with oh, um Uh, oh you really have put me on the spot (laughs) Uh, Eddie Eddie Kingston uh, against Josh Alexander another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear? check breakfast, lunch and dinner? check planning for what's next and how to save for it? that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Against Roman Reigns. I think that's as physical as it gets. Um, You know, Eddie and Roman, they're not scared to lay a few in. Uh, Josh Alexander loves a brawl, uh, you know, a person that I have been fortunate enough to have on my podcast twice. Uh, I know you followed his work as well, Stu. So, uh, you know, obviously former champion at impact and, uh, he makes waves up and down the world at the moment. So I think that, I think that is an absolute worldie of a match Absolutely. in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, that, that would be my second match. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, yeah, Kingston alone just promo, you know, it, oh. it's, it's arguable,
1: it's arguable now that he is the best promo in wrestling. He, yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, so you, can you, believe, you. you can believe every word. You, just, yeah, you, you And you that is, that's the hardest thing to do because we've seen yeah. we've seen stuff recycled over the years. So to make it feel fresh and, uh, yeah, and, and, and as you say, the brawling style, but you just... He's, I'm, I'm chuffed, I'm chuffed. He's where he is now because he deserves yeah. it. He's, it's been a long old slog for him, but fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, the, the first time I met Eddie was in a bar. I was DJing an after a wrestling after party, and um there was myself and a few of the NXT guys doing a few shots, and Eddie came. I was like, I'll do a shot. I was like, all right, there you go. Um And then we're, and he was like, just play some DMX, dude. I was like, all right, no worries. So anyway, we did that. The second time I met him was after a match. He cut promo, and I was the backstage interviewer. And I was trying my hardest to stay in gimmicks, too, because he was so emotional, so passionate. Started crying during this promo, and oh man, like that was that's my favorite backstage interview of all time because the amount of passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, an emotion that Eddie has, and as you say, the best promo in wrestling right now uh for me, the only person that even comes close would probably be Heyman but it's in a different way uh, of course, of course you know? he's got to put um, he's got put the person over you know that he's managing
1: uh, yeah it's, it's yeah. A total. it's a total which he's done it countless times, yeah and, yeah, and reinvigorates himself as, as he goes along to you know the I mean? the number yeah. of years, man. It's uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. I think I'm just going to jump in a second. Have you watched WrestleMania? Did you manage to to get it watched? That was a yeah. test. That was a test of endurance in itself. I think it was low expectations again. I've got to be. It's, it's got to be yeah. said. I think yeah. it was, we've had this countless times. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it did deliver. It was two total different nights, though, wasn't it? You know, the main night was more wrestling focused. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had the sports entertainment side, we, on the second yeah. night? But yeah, say si, how was it for
0: you? You know, fan perspective. For me, I would go on record, and this may cause some controversy, controversy. Um, I think it was the best WrestleMania weekend of all time. I really do. I think the whole package from Hall of Fame Uh, stand and deliver Wrestlemania 1 and 2 I think it was just phenomenal Uh, as you say night 1 was very much wrestling focused Mm -hmm. but as a wrestling fan you were able to get really captivated by that Uh, some incredible matches on that card uh, you know and and some great moments night 2 was my favourite night uh, for many many reasons that that is split opinion
1: uh, yeah, night night yeah. two, but it depends what you what you're after and what your but, psyche
0: is with your wrestling, your, you know, yeah. your show. But I think you know, long-term fans of WWE will notice the wave of up and down and how it's gone. And I think with night two, you saw WWE have some fun. Uh, you know, they didn't need to take everything so seriously. The Sami Zayn. Match uh, with Johnny Knoxville and, and the whole Jackass crew has to be up there with one of the most fun matches in WWE history uh, because it was that. And you know, al- although Sami Zayn did a lot of work, you know, from a talent perspective, he really, really made everything look so good. Uh, so you know, Kevin Owens was right on Twitter like you you don't understand how good Sami Zayn is until you give him something that he's you know, that's his bread and butter. Uh, so obviously that, you know, I'm a massive Roman Reigns fan. Uh, I was when everybody hated him. You know, I was always the one that was still backing him. Uh, even on WrestleMania night, I was straight on website ordering his new shirt, which hasn't come yet. But, um, you know, so I, I I think that was the right call in my opinion. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if that was a planned finish because I know there was some injury problems, but, yeah, for me, uh, Reigns was the, the, right, the right call to keep that because, f- look, who's, he, he's just here to carry this company, isn't he? And he's doing amazing things. The whole bloodline is just so good, uh, so captivating. I remember so myself and uh, Leah Raven, and another in-ring talent, were watching it together, both curled up with loads of snacks. Um, and, you know, she's one of those that's really laid back with wrestling. But even with the the Roman stuff and the bloodline stuff, she was like, "This is just so good. It's just so good." Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. For me, Stu, uh, I'll give you one of the greatest of all time.
1: Props to Pat McAfee. Props, oh. uh, props oh. to Logan Paul when he did that jump to the top turnbuckle to get the elevation. I know he's NFL. I know he's a sport. He was a he was a he was a punter. For yeah. Indianapolis yeah. years ago, he's got the sport background. But as you say, people have tried crossing over and they can't do it. Tyson Fury struggled with it. You thought, oh, boxing, it doesn't necessarily transcend, does it? Coming from another no. code, another sport. But yeah, those two. Now Logan Paul, I'll go on record, mate. I will go on record. Jake Paul does my head in doing this boxing side, and we cover yeah. this. We cover this on Big Fight Weekly. I've gone on record. I, I can't stand it. The celebrity side of this. Yeah. Uh, Jake Paul, the promoter, going into promoting boxing, speaks very well. I'll get it. I, I get. I get what he's doing. But Logan Paul, I know more people gravitate to Logan Paul as a person, but fantastic in the wrestling ring. To be fair he, to him, I, I, I slate him. I slate him for doing the celebrity boxing side, but I was very impressed with him tagging with the Miz yeah, against the yeah, Mysterios. He was.
0: He was great, and you know, I, I I said like I was impressed on how much he took. You know, from the mysterious, he was happy to go in and take those moves. It wasn't about protecting the celebrity. It was about, oh, let's go, you know. And I thought that was was incredible. Uh, Pat McAfee, as you say, uh, just what an athlete. What an athlete. I mean, not just for backflipping off the top rope, then launching himself, back up to give a super play I've, I've said to Bailey look when I come back to training I want you to teach me how to do that It's like good luck <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you <laughs> don't
1: succeed try and try again exactly. I, I've got every I've got every faith I think you'll do it I think you'll oh, do it oh, thank
0: yeah. you mate thank yeah. you yeah I, I think I think Bailey thinks otherwise but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> let's see um, but yeah you know I think Pat McAfee really really you know that 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 was him, and he loved every moment as well. You could tell Amazing. he's in a wrestling fan, as mine and yours would do. Would be absolutely going mental. I, I, I'm gonna go off topic and go on to
1: his show. I like the fact I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna do it. I love it when he stands up on his podcast and yeah. he's and he's talking. Yeah. And I have thought about doing that myself because, as you know, I'm animated. But I thought I'm gonna be ripping. Yeah. I'm gonna be ripping Pat off. But you could call it the Pat McAfee podcast stance. I just. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it's. I'm going off. I'm going off topic a bit there, but uh, I just the person an and on commentary, and I I was a naysayer about him when he was in NXT. Exactly when the he same. when he yeah. when, when he was in the cage match. Si, I think we have spoke about this because this is going back a bit now, isn't it? I think yeah. 2019 against Undisputed Era yeah. War Games, yeah. and he and he did well. He did well that night, and I was like, this guy, I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, and I I've
0: had to. You know, I've had to take a U-turn of how I feel about Pat McAfee, really, si, I really have. Exactly the same, Stuart. And I remember, I don't know if it's two or three WrestleManias ago, the first time I saw him standing on the ramp in shorts. And I was like, what is this, who is this guy? Like, what, what's he doing? And now, I mean, especially after that match, I was sold. His, his interview with Vince, though, was great as well. Yeah. You know, the I boss. know he was...
1: Boss. Yeah. Uh, I I know just know
0: get the, out get bit, the boss, boy, get boy. the boss in. And when he, him, he tells him he's got a match...
1: Are you yeah really yeah. really, and then Brock, when Brock was on as well a couple of months prior to that, and he and yeah. he smashes the table <laughs> and it's just, it's just chaos there's just carnage, but yeah um he he is he's gone from strength to strength, whether it be at the commentary table or when they've asked him to do a match,
0: yeah, he's always delivered
1: yeah he's always and delivered he is loved, you know, we know what the i w c are like. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know it can be quite toxic, but in the main, I think a lot of people do respect the
0: guy, which is nice. Yeah, hundred percent, I couldn't agree more. I think he's doing amazing things, and I think he'll keep doing amazing things. So it's good to see, really good to see. What about the news
1: we've had? That's pretty current. The Principality Stadium in Cardiff, we're getting a show. The biggest show over here in thirty years, September the third. I was looking at hotels in Cardiff; the prices have already gone through the roof. Um, yeah. Alex McCarthy from Talksport had ran a post saying there's been fifty eight thousand people that want tickets, the biggest yeah. amount of people in one go. Um. Well, Bigger yeah, than but, WrestleMania. What, yeah, so, what, what, what are your I'll... thoughts? What are your thoughts on this, man? Because that this has been talked about for donkey's years. And we've been waiting. And then Triple H, maybe last year, was saying, oh, it won't be happening. Um, And it's happening. It's going to be huge.
0: I think it's been up and down because I remember like five, six, seven years ago, Triple H, you know, he said, like, we we do want to come back to the UK for a big event. And then obviously, yeah, as you said, he did that U-turn, didn't he? Um, And now it looks like we're going to get SummerSlam, hopefully. Uh, And in Cardiff, I mean, a 75,000-seater stadium, uh, obviously, if they're able to get more in around the ring as well, which would be incredible, uh, you know, you could potentially be putting eighty five thousand mm. in there, uh, which is amazing. So, I registered my interest, Stu. So, and you know, I, again, I said to I said to my mate, like, I, I don't care what it costs, I will pay a grand to get on that front row or two grand to get on that front row because I want to experience if I'm going to do it sure I don't want to be up in the nose no 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 you know I want to be there front and centre I want to enjoy it they've got to put the roof on they have to put
1: the roof on and and don't put the trust the trust thing across you know it's above the ring
0: oh they've got to stop doing that yeah
1: it just blocks views man (laughs) you're saying about getting you know as many patrons in as possible you know in that format in that setting just have a low entrance weight that they have done before for summer yep. slam yeah just have the seats behind just cram in as many as they possibly can as feasibly possible
0: yeah by all means like the entrance stage have a good stage you know have it looking as, as good and as high as you want really but yeah the ramp have it a low ramp let them come down let them look they're back in the uk it's you know 30 years since we had this get you know let's do it properly and uh yeah i just like yourself she probably i'm i'm super excited please my
1: please give us some title changes obviously summer slam it you know isn't too long before i'm just hoping they will you know there'll be title changes and stuff of that nature i, yeah. hope, I hope i hope i do that I hope they do that because obviously they're not in america they're not in saudi arabia uh, they've got to give they've got to give us give us stuff Something. like i feel yeah i'm sure they will i'm sure that i'm sure that i'm sure they're not going to cool. short
0: change people no, I mean, the last time I went to a WWE event shoot, uh, 2K had taken me and a few, a few others and we went to Manchester for Raw. Great event, it was brilliant, so much fun. It was my first time, like I'd seen WWE live, but I hadn't seen the production side like of Raw and how that works. So that was fascinating to me. The next night was SmackDown, which I wish they had taken me to, which is where AJ won the title. Uh, so they have changed titles over here before so I think you know hopefully if they're gonna put all this into coming back to the UK for a big event you'd think there'd be some title changes surely
1: I think they've seen the success of like Anthony Joshua in the boxing coming there because everyone was clamouring for Wembley yeah I I think it's great it's great financially for Wales Uh, you know have people people in America they're like Cardiff, yeah, it's it's not down the road from here. (laughs) I'm at at the north. I'm at the north. I'm at the north. They just necessarily think, you know, in America, London, they do they do the distances out, don't they? I'm like, it is it is four hours away by car or train. Uh, They think (laughs) it's just down the road for me. Are you going? Are you going? Not just Americans. There's people from the UK as well. Yeah, I am on the North Wales coast. You know, I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not in the capital, but. Yeah, just amazing the amount of messages and stuff. that you go in. I am. I am. Yeah. Deb- I am debating it, side, But obviously, little man, little man's on the way in July. Yeah, so. you've you got a lot to say for yeah, now. Yeah, mate.
0: yes. But I would love to
1: be. I would love to be there with you.
0: Yeah, mate. I hope you are. I hope you are. So yeah, the second those tickets actually go on full sale, uh, I am going to be pricing it all up and going for it. Can't wait.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. tips for budding
0: commentators slash ring announcers. Cool. Um, Do your research. Uh, So what I do is, is very different. I'm not going to try and pull the curtain back too far here, but I will speak with each member of the roster to find out how they want to be portrayed on commentary for other people. Um, so research is so important and I feel that for you to carry that match, although what a lot of people get lost in, I find is just just chatting through the match rather than calling it. Mm. You can still call the match and give facts whilst it's mm. all unfolding and make it engaging, make it captivating, make it a reason for you to listen to the commentary. You know, A lot of people shoot down Corey Graves. I love listening to him because he calls a match Mm. and he's always got something to say that you didn't know. And I feel that's really important. Mm. Um, My favourite commentator before he left was Tom Phillips, uh, one of the modern guys. Um, Because again, the way he called the match was so well structured. So yeah, just ensure you're doing your research. Call the match. Know what moves you're calling. You know, don't call a Russian leg sweeper, flatliner, or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, and and be very aware of what's going on. Mm. Um, another one is work on your delivery. Uh, so I listened back to my first ever commentary gig, and how can I put this? Uh, you know, it was it was very not monotone, but it was one level. Um, Whereas I'm big fans of like JR and Jerry Lawler who were all over the place, you know, they were up Uh, and energy is so important. So if you are there and you're calling, so uh, Irish whip into a hip toss, like who cares? (laughs) right. You just, you just one level get up there. Like obviously don't pop for just a drop kick. You know, obviously, get those big moments and make them feel really big and really important. Uh, I've heard commentators go, "Oh my God, a netbreaker. breaker!" Like, it's a net breaker. You know, they're on the they're on the comeback. Just sell it as what they're they're trying to do and build the story. Um, so, I think that's really important as well. Is find your balance. You know, make the big moments feel big. Uh, and don't make the small moments feel big because when you get to the big moments they won't feel as big on commentary. Uh so yeah research uh delivery um of course you know I think I think what a lot of people get lost in is so I, I have a pet peeve Stu is a lot of professional broadcasters uh kind of like myself you got Mark Adams Some of the guys about ICW who professionally trained get overlooked by somebody who had a podcast in their mom's bedroom once, and then moan about comms not being professional. We've seen videos in the past, haven't we, of commentators being very derogatory or, or you know, uh, unfavouring towards them, very unprofessional. Um, So ensure what you're doing is professional. Stay professional, stay humble. Um, You know, not saying that those people don't deserve an opportunity if they're able to deliver and and do good, but put the work in. You know what I mean? Like there are people that are professionally trained that are working hard day and night for their craft because it's their job. So just ensure you're working hard and staying positive, staying energetic um, and, you know, really showcasing that you're able to, put the same work in as the mm. guys that have been and you know look not everyone can get professionally trained Stu. I'm well aware of that, especially in this day and age, it costs an absolute fortune. Uh but you can learn. And I think that's what's really important mm. as well. So, you know, look a lot of people go, oh, don't listen to myself back. Like I listen to myself back. And yeah, there are moments where I'm still like, come on, sorry, si, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, and rewind it back. And um, you know, that's how I learn because I a firm believer you don't stop learning. You can always evolve and grow more and whatever you're doing, you know, stay humble with it. Absolutely.
1: No, fantastic. No, sound advice. The number of matches you've done as well now, and that's good. It's good advice. It really is. And uh,
0: well, I mean, you know, at Kamikaze, Stu, the what's very, this is, this has come around really weird. So my debut at Kamikaze next Friday on commentary, the main event of that Will be my three hundredth match amazing amazing in,
1: in, in a short space of time yeah. when yeah. you know when you put it together when you co- coagulate it all yeah that's that's it. amazing amazing no well done well done to you man. Oh, thank well you well done I, I mean that I mean that it, it's not e- it's that. not easy I've been doing it at superstar with mike. Uh, but story, you've been doing well, mate. I've had stories, stories have been developing now. We've got backstory. I'm very much doing doing colour. I just don't feel the need to to have have the notes. He's on play by play. He's got his yeah. notes. I, I I like to it's a different way, it's a different way being on colour. I like to add lib, I like to call it as as I'm seeing it. I know the backstories now to people. It was difficult, it was difficult initially because you're getting yeah. to know the guys and what they do. Uh, but yeah, that's just my, my way of doing it. No, I,
0: mate, you're, no. you're spot on. And Mark Adams is the same. So when I would do play-by-play at TNT, Mark was colour. He didn't, he didn't want the notes. Mm-hmm. He had my notes in front of the, him if he needed. Yes. Um, but you're absolutely right. The play-by-play is calling what's going on. Yes. Really. Um, the colour is adding to that. They have yeah. some facts some knowledge, some, you know, but they also have to be in the right place at the right time. You can't just be in the middle of a really good spot in a match and go, "Oh yeah," but in nineteen ninety nine, you know, they trained for a month. Like it, it just doesn't flow, does it? So you know, with yourself, you're doing it the right way. Mark Adams does his the right way because not to not to say there's a right or wrong with this.
1: I mean, there'll be, so. be color, there'll be color guys that do need it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they might have yeah. bullet bullet points or, or words, buzzwords. I, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. It's just. <laughs> You, you do the way you do it the way you feel
0: comfortable with. You, yeah, you, you, yeah. Sorry, I've jumped yeah. in. I've jumped no, in no, on no, you there, no. mate. You're, 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 you're spot you're on, you spot on, and it just has to make sense, doesn't it? So, yeah, of course. You yeah. know, like with yourself and Mike, you know, you'll have that relationship now where you know you can come in with something that fits. Uh, Mark was the same with me. You know, he knows he can just jump in and it works. I mean, for me, Mark Adams working with him is is a special. Special experience and anybody that gets to work with him, um, you know, will always have a great experience because he's so professional. He's so good. Um, You know, there were moments that he made with how good he was. And even though, you know, the play-by-play kind of leads things, when you've got somebody that good on colour, it's them that make the, the, the whole scenario what it is. Uh, and you know when you've got somebody that good, mm. you know, and, and yourself, Stu, you'll have moments like that in mm. matches where you can go, "Wow, okay, that actually sounded brilliant." You know, it worked. And I'll and I'll go back. I'll go back like yourself, and I will
1: think, "Oh crikey, that wasn't right." But at least, you, at least you're aware going For back that you've the, made yeah. a bit. You've made a bit of a, you know, you've done something wrong. We're only are only human, aren't we, side? There's going to be yeah. mis- There's going to be mistakes. You could be the best commentator ever. Uh, yeah, you hear, you hear it on a live broadcast. Uh, we do. They, they step, you know, a word. I'll say the wrong word or whatever, but they carry on, don't they? It's as
0: if yeah. it's, it's as yeah. if it's never happened. Yeah, exactly. And you know, look, we hear the biggest and the best commentators in the world making mistakes, Stu. But that's because it's happening there and then. You're calling it there and then. Yes. And sometimes, yeah, your brain doesn't keep up with your mouth. Sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, I've certainly had that situation multiple <laughs> times. Uh, <laughs> Um, I remember one spot we were at TNT and I was so excited because I knew I knew that this was coming because I'd spoken to JJ beforehand and JJ was going to be doing Alexis Falcon's finisher in the ring Um, Alexis Falcon was watching uh, she was three four people away from me and I was going to pop so hard you know and I (laughs) I ended up saying nothing nowhere near that I wanted to say. So he he dropped Alexis Falcon's finisher
1: and I was like, Falcon's
0: fury in memory of Alexis Falcon. I was like, she's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain clearly didn't keep up with what I was trying to do. And in- instead just referenced if she <laughs> died or something. Um, and uh, yeah, I went back and I, I sent the clip to her, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. Rest in peace." You know? <laughs> I mean, but it's it's one of those things, Stu, You can't help it sometimes. You're calling so much. I mean, even within the ten, fifteen, twenty minute matches, you don't stop talking. Uh, and if there's eight of those on a card, you know, there's a lot of information there. Absolutely, Absolutely. Uh, just like football commentators, you know, which is what I wanted. Things, right?
1: Which is what I wanted to do. Years ago, many years ago. That is that is where I wanted to go. It, yeah. it was my dream. People said, yeah, I could see you doing that. It didn't happen. It didn't happen, but it was always... Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you now, up in my bedroom, playing FIFA, commentating Did to it. myself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Big, yeah. Gary, big Gary comes in. I'm all flustered up. He's the old man's. What are you doing? What are you doing in there? Not bad. Um, I was, just, <laughs> I, was just, I was just channeling my inner John Motson,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Flust, flustered, mate. busted by the old man commentating
0: on FIFA, but yeah, I loved John Motson, but for me, it was Clive Tilsley, mate. I thought he was this that, that was the pinnacle for me. Brian
1: um, Brian Moore as well for ITV. Oh, I like yeah. Brian Moore, the yeah. distinctive voice, oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Clive Tilsley being secondary to Sam Matterface is an absolute disgrace in my mind. Now, I totally Sam, agree. Sam, Sam Matterface is decent. I'm not disputing it, but he shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a stepping stone for Clive Tilsley for no, years. No, absolutely. All those not. iconic Champions League nights on ITV. World Cups that he's been at. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, I remember him at BBC. Do much the day before he went to ITV. Yeah. You know, yeah. it uh, just yeah. That's Baffles
0: that We've gone that we've gone off me. we've
1: gone off the topic. <laughs> we've gone off the topic of wrestling, but it is commentary. But yeah, just yeah. just uh, yeah. Good good uh, good tips there in, in relation no, to wrestling you, commentary. Um, yeah. it's it, it's not easy, mate. It's not easy to do. It is not easy to do. It's Con- a very tough job for sure. On the contrary,
0: yeah. Yeah, very, very tough. Um, but I enjoy it. You know, I love a challenge in my life, Stu. As you well know, I've always done things that have challenged me. So, uh, you know, it doesn't stop there. Absolutely. sigh, just in closing,
1: just a little bit about Keep It Locked. It's coming back again, just for the viewers and listeners as we close out.
0: Awesome. Yeah, so Keep It Locked will be back at the end of this month. Um, first three episodes uh, as Stu got the... The first scoop on that will be Amelia McKenzie, Akeed, and uh, Alexander Wolf. Uh, I have got some more lined up, but we'll keep those to the to the chest for now. Uh, we are getting rebranded as well—not uh, rebranded, but a whole new look. Um, mm. You know the wonderful Elliot for anybody that's been, you know, kind of seen all those amazing graphics for various talent all over the world. Uh, Elliot, you know, is ninety percent behind all of that and he's designing and revamping the whole keep it locked look um very excited about that as well so uh lots going on with it you know there's there's a lot of backing obviously we're going to be up on apple podcast spotify any other place that you get your uh podcast you can still go back now and listen to all the old episodes uh some amazing guests on there from you know from la Rebellion, the uh NWA Tag Team Champions, we've got Josh Alexander on there, uh, Killer Kelly, Candy Floss, Eva Valkyrie, so, so many big names, so many amazing people. Uh, you know, Ricardo, Jesus Rodriguez, uh, former WWE. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a lot there and a lot to digest, some really cool stories, great moments, great memories. Uh, we have got a lot of UK talent on there as well, from Tom Thelwell, Big Guns Joe, Alexis Falcon, Lizzie Evo, Uh, The list goes on. So, yeah, really looking forward to coming back. Um, Also looking forward, obviously, to the LWF this Saturday. Uh, Kamikaze, making my debut there. Um, Next Friday is going to be absolutely mental. Uh, Nervous and excited about that. I've trained with Kamikaze as well. So, um, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of excitement there for that one, especially with the card. Zaya Brookside is going to be there. So that's going to be amazing. Be
1: very, very good. Absolutely. My guest for a second time, his second appearance on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It was really two years, two years. I that's gone, that's gone in the blink of an it's eye. Gone, gone in a blink of an eye is Mr. Simon Hill, commentator, ring announcer, and the host of Keep It locked, which is returning this month and as you've heard free guests coming up
0: free huge guests
1: yeah thank you again for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast
0: Absolutely brilliant loved it mate thank you so much for having me back and uh, yeah I, I always love chatting to you mate thank you thank very you. much
1: No problem pleasure's all mine Fantastic having Mr Simon Hill back on the show as you heard so busy in wrestling at the moment, amazing, amazing, the return of Keep It Locked 2, I cannot wait, that episode, the first one back is imminent, the new logo as you've seen as well, looks bob on, so yes, a big thank you to Simon Hill for coming on again, and a big, big thank you to Chris Dutton for editing the show as always, thank you to Mr. Mike Angus, Mr. Wrestling, I'm going to start calling him for the intro and the outro there. And also a big, big thank you to Evade Escaped for the music as well, for the intro and outro. And we will see you soon for episode 117 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. 18 plus.